0: Earthlings. i like the
1: glasses any particular like benefit to wearing them or you just like how they yeah, look yeah these
0: are uh, blue light blockers so that way i don't get um the toxic radiation that these peasant lights that us human beings <laughs> really is that <laughs> what they are to? um yeah i mean uh it's supposed to be like the light spectrum you get from screens and stuff yes is um like increases the release of cortisol in your brain, which is like a stress hormone. Um, So technically the blue light blockers are supposed to have a calming effect and help your brain actually release melatonin and stuff. So at night I wear these when I watch TV and stuff because it helps your brain and stuff not get so wound up from either looking at your phone or the TV or laptop before bed. So Is
1: that why they have the yellow light option on the phone?
0: Yeah, I keep that on my phone all day actually. Now I'm going to do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah cuz like on top of just the light attributing to stress what you're reading is usually also attributing to stress yeah. if you're not on social media yeah especially today in election times Oh. as we're filming this we don't even know who our president is
0: right yeah so. i'm 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 pretty out of the loop i what i have seen from the little uh, i that does come across my feed cuz i'm on social media a little and most of my feed is Fighting and, like, entertainers I'm into, you know? It's really yeah. not um, too political or anything... Good man. ...too heavy. <laughs> um, but I'm seeing everybody's freaking out over, like, um, Biden's popular vote count. Like, everybody keeps putting the popular vote count, but that literally, like, means nothing. Well,
1: people are, people are panicking because they think... Because Trump is calling fraud, and he's saying that there's some sort of fraud going on. But I think... This was in Trump's plan all along, like all like all up to the election, he's been kind of demeaning mail-in votes because mm-hmm. he knew that mail-in votes were probably going to be really important. And so now, now that they're counting the mail-in votes, because you know, some states you have to count the mail-in votes after. You can't count them at the same time as others. Like here you can. In Florida, that's why we got our numbers in, package ready to go. In other states, they waited. Hmm. So Trump is doing this thing where he's kind of making it seem like these are extra votes like afterward that are coming in but they're not they're just counted afterward and so all like a lot of his followers are up like in a frenzy about there being some sort of fraud going on but
0: it's hilarious how he can spin a narrative
1: he's the best like literally
0: anything he will just like make a narrative around it that most of the time i feel like i don't i'm not like aware enough to say the statement but i feel like most of the time, he just makes stuff up. Like, most of the time, it's just nonsense. He
1: has, like, a template for, for speaking. Like, if he's trying to make a point, like, if he's talking about a city. Yeah. Like, like for example, Michigan. Like, he's talking about Michigan losing a bunch of votes or, like, a bunch of votes being surprisingly in Biden's favor. And it's all weird, right? But I feel like when Trump's talking about this, he has, like, a, like a template. Okay. Mention mention that there's something going on in Michigan then briefly mention that you love Michigan that you go there all the time then exactly mention what it is you think's going on in Michigan and then later refer to some other entity as to who's going to investigate that so it might sound something like i don't know he might <laughs> he might say something and i actually think that like you're going to actually hear him say this verbatim he'll say something like and Michigan, Michigan's another. I don't know what's. i would I've love Michigan, been in Michigan many times. But someone needs to invest in Michigan. I don't know what's happening in Michigan. Someone ought to look at Michigan. <laughs> and and here's the thing: like his followers are gonna listen to that and be like, "Oh my god!" Like there's a giant conspiracy, conspiracy occurring in tribe, Michigan. Tribe, yeah. But he didn't give any actual details. He was just communicating his doubt and, and his confidence. Yeah. He, that's the thing. He's so confident. It's like the guy in middle school or high school that you're like, how do you pull these girls? Like, you're not... You're ugly. Like, objectively. Like, I know beauty is subjective, but we all know objectively ugly people, right? Right. I know that's not fair to say. We don't say that about women. But, like, we know objectively ugly males. Like, Steve Buscemi is objectively ugly. Right. Like, there's no, like... So that means... (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you just do you got like objectively hot guys there? yeah yeah you got dude like like Jack Black yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's you like dep- them thick boys. Oh
1: yeah, they gotta have thickness in the thighs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, I get what you're doing there. If, if I objectively have it ugly, then <laughs> yeah. I have to objectively have. But I don't want to say have hot. Guys you're into at hot, that I think, refers to how it makes you feel. But right. I, don't, I wouldn't say you necessarily call like a it's guy hot. hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but wildly handsome. Mm. I have no problem calling a man wildly handsome. Okay. You know, like okay. You know, and it, and it, like just Sean Connery just passed in his heyday. Come on. Yeah. Sean Connery's a looker.
0: Yeah.
1: That's a handsome man.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Zlatan, objectively ugly, so <laughs> confident though. Like Zlatan is so confident that, did he already said about COVID? No. He said, COVID challenged the Zlatan and the Zlatan won, but you are not the Zlatan, so wear a mask and safely social distance. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean, I think his he, confidence is what does it. Yeah. Are you confident about anything in your life more than Trump is confident about literally everything?
0: Yeah, I don't think so, because he's got that, like... Just that delusional confidence where, like, it doesn't... He'd be like, oh, I'm I'm the greatest fighter in the world. Like, (laughs) I can't do any Trump Like how every fighter
1: sounds every fight camp when they're talking about their... You know, it's been the best camp ever, and I feel great. I'm going to go out there, and I'm like... Yeah. Never can imagine myself losing.
0: That's Trump in every situation. Trump is just a... Trump is Conor McGregor. (laughs) Wow. That's a perfect comparison. Conor McGregor energy in an old white man body... That's, that's Trump.
1: That's true because when Connor talks, like if Connor goes time without talking, you're like,
0: this guy's full of crap.
1: Right. The second he says something though, you're like, I think I believe him. Like, yeah. I think I believe him again. Like he has this magic. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Um, man, we don't know what's going to happen, but until no, it don't. happens, until it happens, we have to continue doing what we're doing and the show goes on and nobody knows better about the show going on, than the topic we cover. No, not Buzz Lightyear. Oh. Buzz, Lightyear Buzz Lightyear, literally, he stays there all day. He, he hasn't moved Right. in months. But, right. um, yeah,
0: this guy, too, I mean, like, look at the flexibility. Yeah, he, he's deep in that stretch. He's been re- <laughs> releasing that for, like, weeks.
1: And there's, like, no stress on his face. That smile just stays yeah.
0: stagnant. Timeless. Timeless smile.
1: But, you know, who, who knows good about staying... I mean, like the UFC, like, they, they just did not fall off. No. They've been the constant sport. Yeah. And um, now, looking back, after having all these sports, the World Series just ended. You know, football is now nearing the latter stages. NBA ended. College football is also in the latter <laughs> stages. You realize, dude, like... The UFC like held us afloat. Oh yeah! In terms of sports. the UFC,
0: when they came back on from COVID, Dana said we're having a card every weekend, and sometimes we're gonna have multiple cards a week until all the way through the year, through Christmas. Wow! And it's like that's incredible. They're all the like these sports, yeah. Like all credit to them, they've all you know come and put on some some sort of a show, you know, whether they have fans or not. You know, the UFC doesn't, so they've made adjustments for sure, but all these other sports, really, um, they've modified their season. They've done a little less. They've been more conservative, but then you have the UFC where it's, like, every single week, elections, riots, pandemics. It doesn't matter what's going on. The UFC's putting fights out, and, you know, that... You, you have to salute to that. You know, somebody who is able to weather any storm and put a product out despite any other events going on in the world they can you know still have that consistent product and i think a huge part of that is you know something that luckily happened before this pandemic because if this would have broke out beforehand i don't know how it would have worked but um the espn deal you know them being on espn and having this espn plus and just being able to put cards out this way like you know, it's, it's so nice. This is the best time to be a fight fan. It truly is. Like Now just imagine what's going to happen next year when we ramp back up. 2021, we're going to get basically a reboot on what 2020 was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We're kicking mm-hmm. off a Conor McGregor season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're, the UFC is going to be a more powerful, well-oiled machine than it has ever been due to the trials and tribulations that it, quite frankly, dominated in 2020. You know, and it's like, I don't know. It seems like they're on their way to, like, sports world domination. I don't know if I'm biased because it's really the world I kind of exist in, but it seems like the momentum that they're gaining and just the the overall global appeal, mm. you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's sports in areas that are hotter in certain concentrated areas, but it appears that you know everybody around the world's at least a little better than lukewarm about the ufc at this point and it's only getting you know hotter around the world let me ask you do you think more people were talking
1: about khabib's retirement than whatever happened in boxing over the last five boxing events
0: yeah yeah which is incredible because there's been some pretty huge boxing uh going on and it's the first huge boxing we've really had mm-hmm. since the beginning of the pandemic boxing is really just starting to bring out the stars again. Whereas you know, all credit due to them, the UFC, they've given us Israel Adesanya fights, they've given us a DC Stipe trilogy they've given us wow. two Gaethje fights. We they complain gave, so like, much. Like, who are like... We whine so much don't mm-hmm. we? As like fans
1: like, we complain so much but like if you really think about it like we don't deserve what we get.
0: No. We've gotten the entire <laughs> UFC career of Hamzat since this <laughs> pandemic has started. You know like so much has unfolded in yeah. the the world of mixed martial arts. He's a scary one. Yeah.
1: Uh speaking of Hamzat, somebody that reminds us of Hamzat or yeah. that Hamzat reminds us of is Khabib. Yes. And uh Dana White is is bro, Dana White's saying that Khabib He's, like, he's not going to retire. He almost said it almost concretely. Like, he's pretty sure he'll come he, he back. He seemed
0: very confident. And, you know, one big thing that he did, you know, take a stand on was they're not stripping him. And they're not removing him from number one pound for pound. Like, he's going to be the champion for the foreseeable future. And they might do an interim fight if he needs some time away. So. Well, oh, but, well, unless he retires. Right, unless but, he retires. If he were to retire and then vacate, you know, as either vacate as part of the ceremony, vacate. Of but not
1: they won't strip him from inaction. But, right. So they'll have an interim champion until he retires.
0: Dana said, "I don't know." Dana said that Connor and Poirier was not going to be for the belt. He made that claim, and then he said he <laughs> thinks Khabib's coming back to complete the thirty and O. But who's he gonna do it against? See, that's that's what I don't know. Because it can't be GSP. I think GSP is allowed himself to to not be excited about that anymore. Unless Khabib, you know, really takes some time away from the sport here for you know, say he takes nine months to a year away and really you know gives himself time to more because you know his father really was, from what it appears, you know like you know for lack of a better term like it it was almost like his god on earth in a way it seemed like yeah. to him he was like um a spiritual icon in a way it almost looks like the way it's portrayed to us yeah um on, in the states and through the marketing around him and what we see you know yeah. the and the way he talks about him you know it's powerful nonetheless you know um but mm. it's you know I could only imagine what, what kind of mourning process that has got to uh, require for him well, to get through yeah. it and integrate that to move forward with.
1: There seemed to be such a symbiotic relationship between his religion and his martial arts career. Yeah. In, in that um, <clears throat> much of his martial arts approach was born of his religious thinking. And his father, to him, was not just a, a martial arts instructor, though he was. But also kind of like a religious instructor yeah so he kind of had all of his um, role models wrapped up into one person and right. it also happened to be his biological father if his right. father was none of those things if his father wasn't his religious instructor or his martial arts instructor would still be his father his blood right. father. so you have your dad playing us that, that's such such an important role for your life and not just him but like all of his people right like that that's going to carry a weightiness to it but I agree with what Justin Gaethje said, like, that decision made in the octagon, probably presumptuous. Like, you never know what you're going to feel eight months from now because he hasn't had time to grieve. I don't think grieving has a timeline, but I felt like he got he had to get ready for a Justin Gaethje fight really soon after his dad's death.
0: And I uh, he might not have had time to truly process fully. Right, because if I'm not mistaken... Um... I believe is that passed in like August or so, like sometime, Super recent. sometime during this COVID thing, you know. It was because of COVID, yeah. Right, it, it, it was COVID related, they said. So, um, you know, that, that means he, he really was coming like right out of the season of his father's death into a fight camp and like was really in fight camp through the process of it. Because if you remember, he was supposed to be fighting tony ferguson early this year in like march that's right and then that fight got like ran away from covid and then you know khabib ended up being basically like kind of isolated from the states and then his father pat you know it, it just so much has happened for him this year and then it was like constantly him i feel like probably restarting and stopping fight camp over and over again and dealing with the you know, the relocating uh, several times and, the, you know, all the complications with his family. And, you know, it's like really incredible with what, what he put on display um, in that round and a half against Justin Gaethje. Like,
1: it was so impressive. Yeah. It was so impressive. Because, I mean, Justin Gaethje, we talked about this a little last week. But Justin Gaethje, you know, had all the makings of a contender against Khabib really good wrestler really heavy hitter and a pressure fighter somebody who's who who walks forward and doesn't and khabib just looked so like khabib looked unafraid and so like stubbornly persistent yeah striking but then like when it got to the ground it was just like
0: watching two different classes of ground grab- it was like yeah it was otherworldly it was other It just looked like expert versus novice, you know, in all respect to Justin. You know, he's elite in um, many categories and just as a fighter overall. Um, But, yeah, just what Khabib did, you know, coming out of that very stormy season of his life, you know, there's no telling how he's going to feel in you know, six months from now on the, you know, once he has time away from the sport and out of fight camps, cause you got to think he's not only been dealing with all those emotions, but the, the very focused blinder, like um, lifestyle that you enter in a fight camp. So, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't even been able to like really stop and look around at his life and, you know, maybe, Assess thing, who, who knows? You know, it's a, a lot to speak on, and you know, it might be out of place to even speak on it for him, but you know, it, it's just trying to understand what he went through to really understand just how great he is. Mm-hmm. Um, because all this does is bring more awareness to how how great of a champion he is, because it's stuff like this that you know truly defines greatness. You know, like Ali doesn't have uh an unblemished record Mm -hmm. but just the things he overcame you know coming back from prison and reclaiming the throne like just the adversity you go through in life and like conquer real adversity that I think is what you know really put you into that level of greatness and um although he did it his way the whole
1: time it was he was consistent he never changed like you look at a guy like Conor McGregor who like we said it once on the show that he's the brightest star. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you could tell there's things about him that have changed over time. Some some things that have evolved negatively and some that have evolved positively. And he's probably become more savvy and more organized. But he's probably become... There's things about him that have developed in this onset of stardom yeah. that he didn't have previously. But Khabib has been the same person from day one. Yeah. Like he doesn't appear... Khabib is rich like filthy rich oh but does, do you ever get the impression that he's filthy rich never not like one of the few people even like you have guys that are humble like DC's fairly humble like mm-hmm. but you know he's rich yeah because the way that they carry themselves they might allude to it like to be so incredibly disciplined in the way you talk and the way you act I don't know about humble well, we can call it humility to be hum- that humble and disciplined I'll call it more disciplined because humility, you can be prideful and just hold your tongue. No mm-hmm. one knows. You know what I'm saying? You could be right. a prideful person that thinks all the best of yourself, but you know how to be quiet so no one ever knows. Right. I think he's a humble guy, but I think deep down to be as great as you are, there's a element of pride that you have. But to be that disciplined with the way you act and portray yourself, that you look at that person and you think, this person still looks hungry like a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like still has that rookie hunger. Yeah. And he's been doing this the same way. And it's like when you watch your instructor in, in, in jiu-jitsu, your professor, show a move. And you haven't seen it before. And you're just like, what is this unlocking? Right. Like that night, what he was doing to Justin was like watching, like, professor go against a, a new white belt. Right. And you're like, I didn't even know that was possible. Like he didn't do anything complicated.
0: I mean, the mounted triangle is pretty damn yeah, impressive. At, at that level, like, <laughs> you know, and, and especially in an MMA fight. Because <laughs> you don't go for stuff typically like a rule of thumb is you don't go for a submission that's going to lose you position in, a, yeah. in an MMA fight especially. Because it's not like jiu-jitsu where, worst case scenario, now you play guard, you know. And right. It's like, no, worst case scenario, now you got a guy on top of you who can punch you from top position. Yes. You yes. know, so it's different. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's really incredible. Um, but what I want to move on to is, what what is next for this lightweight division? Do we get an Connor. interim? You like it's got to be Connor. Connor, right? It's
1: con- like at least what I mean by Connor is like that's what should be next, right? It's open, like right the the Red Sea is parted, like go through that door because yeah of all the fighters in the lightweight division, I think Connor is the best suited at the moment to really rekindle that fire because with Khabib out of the picture, presumably now. That loss is still a stain on your record, but if there's no threat of it happening again, of a rematch, then you can make people kind of forget it.
0: And another thing is, is Poirier and Gaethje, like everyone hyped them up to being like these perfect Khabib contenders, Um, and they both got ran ran through so viciously and easily, and Connor made it to the fourth round, and won a round, which none of them can say. Yeah, and, it was Connor the whole time. Right, Connor's always been the best outside of Khabib, you know. He's the
1: prototype
0: to be Khabib. He is, and I think that, you Crazy. know, this does bring up, you know, like, well, what if we do get a more dial than Connor and what if we do get him back? And in the game, and then we get Khabib don't, coming don't do this. from a layoff. Don't don't do this. It's like what if we got the tides turned? Don't do this. Because no. last time Conor was Stop. coming off Stop. Of, Stop a, of a layoff from Floyd. Don't do this to me. What man. if Khabib goes and you know take some time away? I can't handle it. Like
1: I Conor gets it. warmed
0: up. I can't know. handle
1: it. No, like I can't. It's like Super Bowl Sunday. You saying on. Something like that. That that is that's too exciting. For me to even entertain at this moment. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm. You see, my chair started rocking. Yeah, no. That I, was an involuntary. Right.
0: Out. No, Dude. you've got momentum right now, bro. For st- those of you listening to this, Alex is a threat to leave the building right now. Yeah.
1: No, I can absolutely leave. <laughs> yeah. He's about I'm, to jump out the gym. <laughs> like and when just you said that, chair. every everything in my body exploded. Yeah. Like my gallbladder, non-existent right now. Yeah, I your body know. just
0: ejected every liquid. There's isn't?
1: only one liquid it did not eject. And that
0: liquid. <laughs> and that
1: liquid. <laughs> was, <laughs> was sweat. <laughs> and it only, that will only be ejected if Connor beats Khabib. <laughs> Listen, don't, don't, don't even entertain that because if, if a Connor Khabib fight gets announced, like, there would be nothing bigger than, like, in terms of buzz. We haven't had something like that in a very... Usman Masvidal had shades of that. But we didn't even get the full Not No, Not even
0: close. No,
1: no, no. It had shades of it. Yeah. Shades of it yeah. in that it was like happening all so fast that you didn't have to wait that it was like a, a quick snort of it. Yeah. You're like, oh, something right. to be excited about. Right. But there hasn't been a fight that has given us that. Yeah. What that would give us
0: since... When was the last one? When was the last time we were this excited? Like last super fight, you know. I I don't even know. I feel like Stepe DC Nate kind of had it. Nate and Masvidal that kind of had it. DC and Stepe didn't have that for me. No, I was excited. And it's like different. And fair, like to be quite frank, and, and like to be one hundred percent honest, Masvidal to me. Isn't even like that level to where he makes it like a Conor McGregor or a Khabib show. I mm. think in terms of like global appeal, like for sure I love Masvidal. all. Um, you know, not to the degree that you being a hometown fan. What do you mean? And, I'm perfectly objective in all my analysis. The so, who you think he number one pound for pound, right?
1: Mm, not yet.
0: Not after the Khabib. Fight though after he well, he's not two. gonna be able to fight Khabib, but but uh the, he would beat him though. The John Jones fight is more what I was thinking. all Jones. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I gotta. I gotta go teach a private. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> We won't
1: get into the yeah, data. Yeah,
0: I won't the fight analytics and yeah. the reasons why Mosbado would win. Yeah. yeah,
1: what's the point? Um, I think I think when it happens eventually, everyone will see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, just know I'm watching. I'm saying I see the intangibles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, like for example, Cole Pepper. Remember when Cole Pepper and Drew Brees, the Dolphins had a chance mm-hmm. to get either one of them? Yeah, I would have gone for Brees
0: yeah so yeah yeah i yeah that that was a, a sad time i thought we were gonna get peyton too whenever he left lo- left indy oh my gosh we, we, yeah we didn't we like chase him down with a
1: helicopter we stalked peyton man yeah what do you think of tua
0: i mean he, I, I boy can I'm, he hand the ball off though yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time he gets hit i get scared did you see the first hit yeah the i got first it. I was just like, "Oh my God, he died! They he's broke
1: done. him. He's dead. He's done now." Remember Pat White? Yeah. Do you remember the Pat White hit that yeah. literally, literally put him out of the game, yeah. ended his career. Yeah. I thought that was, but then, yeah. but then he didn't look bad.
0: I no, mean, he he's a, he's got an accurate arm. He, you know, he's he got on people. He's got some real skills.
1: He had 95 yards, but he only threw the ball a couple times because the defense and the special teams were scoring touchdowns. Right. So like, we didn't get to really see him. But
0: what do you think? What do you think? <sighs> Marino? You know, I think he... I don't want to, like, be too early to say but I think he's the greatest football player of all time. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Thank God. Like... You think so? He wears the number one. And when you rank... Like, usually when they rank, like, the best, they, they give say the number, one, number one, is, one is... Yeah. So... It's already determined. The Miami Dolphins... You know, we're about to they're the bring World. out some 1972 vibes next year. 2021. They're going,
1: they're going undefeated this year. Really? They've lost three games, but they're going undefeated this year. Right. They're going to win the next three games by a margin so great that they're, they're going gonna... to redact the first three losses. Yeah. So. So this lightweight division. Um, Connor has a chance to just swoop in. Take out, if he takes out Poirier in impressive fashion, like knocks him out, mm-hmm. like get ready because
0: that's not an aging cowboy. Did you hear what Connor said? What? He said, I'm going to knock him out faster than I did the first time. And he knocked Poirier out in like a minute the first time they fought. So, ladies oh and gentlemen, a Connor McGregor fight is coming.
1: Like, and look look, 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 and he's calling
0: a one minute knockout look, on look, Dustin look, Poirier because here's the thing, <laughs> right?
1: If he beats Dustin like in that fashion,
0: yeah, obviously it's super if impressive. he cowboys him.
1: But that's the thing, cowboy is an aging veteran, you can say all the things you want, you can't say anything about a Dustin. No, victory. if he
0: comes out and bounces Dustin's head off the canvas again in one minute. What do you say Mystic when Mac he, is he gets on the mic and says, Khabib, come out of your cave in the mountains. I'm coming for you like SEAL Team 6. Oh, like, what What happens? That's good. He should do that. He should. But he's Irish. Right. But I feel like if he does it in the apex. If he does it, it's it's like borderline
1: racist enough yeah. that it works perfectly for Connor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially because Ali is his uh, manager. Say something about Ali. Throw a little yeah. Ali pump, jab in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is good. You know Connor is not a fan of Muslim rats.
1: No, and you know he he gets on the mic. The Masvidal fight has lost the smoke, the Diaz fight's lost the smoke, Yeah. and the lightweight division being where it is, you know he's going to call out Khabib. Mhm. What if he's not going to get on there and be like, "I just want to look at who's next," you know? Yeah, it's my season." No, he's going to call out Khabib. Yeah. But I don't know if he'll be as... Do you think he'll be as, like, disrespectful as historically he was?
0: I don't know, because he's really changed his tone online so much now. Yeah. And he's reaffirmed this, like, new position on it. I feel like he might go a different direction. I feel he might try and steal the GSP fight. Oh. <laughs> Why did you...
1: You knew what you were doing. You knew you had that and you knew you were going to say that. Me? Yes. No. You knew what you were doing. No. Because you said all this stuff. Look no. I'm looking at the notes. What's next? There's nothing of GSP here. You wanted to surprise uh... me with that. You wanted to surprise me with that. How, how dare you do that? Um, I've never wanted anything more in my entire life. <laughs> Like than that. But you didn't even realize you needed it either. <laughs> I just realized how like, amazing that would be. But and it's perfect cause Connor's already fought at 170.
0: And oh now you don't even care about who GSP oh, can be. Oh. If you got GSP <laughs> Connor, come on.
1: What are we talking about here? Cause then if if Connor beats GSP and then Manny Pack <laughs>
0: No, he's gonna beat Tank. Oh, he's gonna go beat Javante Davis. The problem is Javante Davis would have to move up twenty pounds to fight Conor McGregor. That's not a problem. Yeah. Hmm.
1: About Conor GSP, if Conor beats GSP, Mm -hmm. while we're talking about this like it could actually happen, if Conor beats GSP, that erases his Khabib loss. Oh, yeah. Because it puts it, it, you have a a really, like a loss against the best of all time in that division. Yeah. But then you went and beat arguably the greatest of all time, period. Yeah. So it's like, where does Connor stand? Well, if he beats GSP, then you have to argue that he could have beat Khabib.
0: Because we were just
1: saying GSP could have beat Khabib.
0: Yeah. It would be masterful. Khabib leaves. Connor goes on a nice little run here at 155. And, you know, Everybody at 155 that's a contender right now either has been smashed by one another and exposed at some level by Khabib or Conor or one of the other contenders, you know? Um, You know, I I think Conor really does dominate this 155 division. Just imagine it. Conor. TKO's Dustin. Yep.
1: Calls out. GSP. Doesn't get the GSP fight. Okay. But gets the Tony Ferguson fight. TKO's Tony Ferguson. GSP enters the USADA pool. Mm. Conor McGregor, GSP fight announced. Beats Gaethje in the meantime? No. No, no, no. no. Gaethje's not. No, Gaethje. Gaethje is going to have a bounce back fight is going to fight Tony. both
0: Diaz brothers at the same time. No, 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 no. Okay. He's going
1: to fight Tony <laughs> again. They're going to rematch that. Okay. Tony's going to win. That's what's going to get him in the Conor fight. Oh. Justin Gaethje's not finished, though. Remember, he's young. Yeah. The Tony fight still has some some some, some buzz to it. Mm-hmm. They're going to fight again. Conor McGregor, GSP, is going to happen in 2021. The pay-per-view before Adesanya John Jones, which means we're gonna have consecutive pay per views of GSP and Connor Adesanya Jones, and I'm not even mentioning what I think Ronda Rousey fits into it, to all this. Oh my god! So I'm not even gonna mention that. But you you you've heard Ronda my,
0: Rousey. And Henry Cejudo come out of retirement. No, no, no! It's to gonna establish be... the greatest one hundred thirty-five pound fighter of all time. I'm I'm okay with that. Cejudo Rousey. I think Rousey
1: could. I think Rousey competes in that fight.
0: Yeah.
1: Horse or you can go Rousey Brock Lesnar.
0: That's good. WWE or it, it could be a cross promotion. It's a
1: WWE UFC fight. Yeah. So it's it's a UFC fight happening in. the... But the w- belt spins. The belt spins, and it's a UFC fight happening in the in the WWE ring in the squared circle. With Jr. Announcing.
0: And and. Jr. And Rogan. And JR,
1: Jr. Rogan. No, DC's not announcing. And DC. I, no, no, it's only two. Okay. And, and I think it's only ever two in the WWE. At least it was Joyce, JR, and King. Yeah. So we'll do two. Because it's going to happen in WWE. Like, it's going to be a WWE event. It's actually not going to be a UFC event. Okay. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It can't be because they're already in the WWE. I think we're just
0: putting on a WWE event. At this point, I'm like, I'm having some sort of out of body experience. (laughs) Is it, it's, it's. This is just to induce, like, this state of euphoria? Is it sexual for you too, or. See it's it's multi-dimensional. It there's there's sex involved. Was it JR or Brock Lesnar? <laughs> I mean honestly
1: Oh did you see the JR thing? Did I show it to you? Yes. The moose knuckle?
0: Yeah. Oh. That was you were that was <laughs> that that meant a lot to you. <laughs>
1: That was an important. That was an important thing for me to share. Yeah. Uh, he knew what he was doing, though, right? Yeah. Because you checked the picture before you posted. Right. So he saw that and said, "I'm gonna post this anyway." Right. Just to establish dominance. Right. That's... All over Twitter. I mean, I think he's like in his seventies. Hey, still works. Well, we don't know that.
0: <laughs> could just could just <laughs> be could just be in there. <laughs> This episode's gotten weird, ladies and gentlemen. So,
1: uh, we'll go from talking about JR's um,
0: Johnson Johnson <laughs> to talking about a scary
1: knockout that occurred. Look, you have a note here about Tiago Santos and Glover Teixeira fighting. Yeah. And you might as well have a note of, like, like, two people I don't know fighting. Because those, like, right now, it's inconsequential. Would we agree? Yeah. If they win, what happens? Like, do any of them get, well, actually, wait a minute. Let me retract my statement. John Jones isn't there anymore. Why well, couldn't Glover to share Tiago Santos fight for the belt again?
0: Well, that's the thing that they were kind of building this fight up to, to, to be the first challenger for Jan, because Santos has had some time off because of the knee injury he got against John. But despite the knee injury, he had a split decision against John. Yeah. And Dominic came off of a loss to John and. Got the fight against Jan. So it, it really would've made sense if I think
1: Glover just beat um he just had he just won. Yeah, he Glover's beat, on uh, a little streak yeah, right Glover's now. Yeah, Glover's been
0: streaking. Yeah, so So let I me mean, let me go back on that. I think yeah, why not? I mean unless Izzy wins. Well well Izzy and, and Jan are like it's not signed yet. Oh it's not? No, because no. Jan is like holding out for March but mm, Izzy would official. like it to be sooner, but I think it's going to be official for Mark.
1: But, but is Izzy's plan on staying in the light
0: heavyweight division? I don't think so. I think he's going to bounce back and forth.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but Izzy walks around at what?
0: Like 200, I think he said.
1: So Izzy would essentially just be fighting without cutting any weight at all mm. at 205, and then doing whatever he normally does to fight at eighty-five. So he's essentially the perfect intermediary fighter. Because he doesn't have to change his body to go up, and he can still obviously weight cut to go down.
0: I mean, you can't say perfect in this situation. I think a perfect would be in closer in a, a range where the gap isn't so big, you know. Oh, that's a good point. Like Amanda Nunez, for example, only has a ten pound gap mm. to to travel, you know, whereas he does have a 20-pound gap there because from 85 to 205 is the biggest gap between any two divisions. So, in a way, it is, you know, the most impressive. Um, How do you think he does against Jan? I think he's Polish a problem power. for Jan. Polish power, man. Right, but he's so hard to hit, and Jan was a middleweight, you know, so it's like he can't he fought. He just fought, though, a light heavyweight. For sure, is he
1: just fought a light heavyweight? Oh yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah, I, I think is he has Rogich. Is he at like a minus two fifty? That's insane. That insane. makes sense.
1: That makes sense though. Although bro, this guy looked amazing. Jan looked amazing against Dominic. Right, and Dominic and his just weight
0: class as well. Like Dominic just
1: beat John Jones. Like I still hold. Like I still think Dominic beat him. Yeah,
0: like I, mean, I don't care what the scorecards
1: say. You look at the fight. Who won the fight? Dominic won the fight. Yeah. Regardless of rounds, like, on just the eye test. If there were no rounds and there was just two dudes fighting on the street, you would say, oh, no, he definitely won. So Jan did that to that guy who's clearly capable. I know matchups are different. But, like,
0: and Izzy is giving up a lot of weight to this guy. Right. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's interesting. It's like I, I was shocked they made Izzy a favor. I wasn't surprised just because. The name Izzy is, you know, the odds are going to definitely lean in his favor just because he has the fan base. Happening um, so I so know the money is going to be on Izzy just in terms of him being the fan favorite. But, yeah, it, it's insane to... It seems disrespectful almost to Jan for him to be...
1: It's all happened so fast.
0: For Izzy? With, with Izzy. Yeah. I feel like it's just been a,
1: a, a meteoric rise. Um, unfortunately... Um, I think Izzy would have had a greater meteoric rise if he was more clever. Because it's crazy, right? You think, wait, Izzy is clever. He's known for his cleverness. I don't think he's as clever as... as, Like, if he had Conor McGregor cleverness, like, Izzy might have already eclipsed. Because Izzy's playing with something... Greater than Connor could have ever hoped, mm-hmm. which is fighting and beating John Jones.
0: And being in that just weight class, like, it, higher he's weight more in a, a prime time situation than Connor. Nobody, Connor's charisma and just like, he, the dude really is like a, a stand up comedian on the mic. The way, what, like, let's take a second, a moment of silence here, really, it deserves. Him and Floyd, what they did on that world tour, was two like sparring like stand up comedians that were able to bounce back off of each other. Like that was a touring stage you show. Do like, you thought Floyd competed in any way with Connor on that? No, but I, I think the way that they were able to go like the the show that they were able to put on, that was two entertainers at that work was right there. The Toronto, they one. were like up working a stage and stuff. I
1: will always remember where I was when I watched the Toronto one. The Toronto oh my one goodness. was the greatest.
0: Like the Toronto, because was... remember
1: the the context of the Toronto one was the one prior there was all sorts of like the mics were being cut off. Yeah. There was all this boxing structure, and the that...
0: Toronto just felt like a slice of Ireland yes. at that point. It
1: put McGregor in a box, and so Mayweather kind of won that interaction. But then, when Conor grabs the mic and he's, he's going like off off like kilter, you're like, oh, this is more of what the UFC does.
0: Yeah. Where it's like free, you're free to do what you want. Right. Conor kind of broke the shackles of the game there. He dominated. He had twenty thousand chanting Fuck the Mayweather" on the count of three. That was amazing.
1: Yeah. Why are you wearing a school bag? You can't even read. The thing about Conor. Connor's really good at timing. So like if you watch the um the huda fuk is that guy yeah, that one. Yeah. If you watch it, Jeremy Stevens says, right here, the hardest hitting 145 pounder, and he's doing it, right? And he keeps talking. Connor goes to say it. He's like, Huda. But he realizes it's not quiet enough. So like, and he's still
0: talking. And then he looks around, So he's waiting. Takes. He's
1: waiting. He's playing. He knows where it's coming from. And then he drops it at the perfect gap of him stop talking and somebody else picking it up. Yeah. It was literally because the the person asking the question could have could have followed up. He picked the perfect time and boom dropped it. Like it's not as it's not complicated. He just has a sense for talking. He's so good at that.
0: Right. Like he knows how to just feed off those situations. Like he he's a performer. The only
1: time he did poorly at that was Khabib. He was too I think, emotional.
0: No, I think he made an asset himself. I think he got lost in that world tour with Mayweather. The Brooklyn one was painful to watch for me.
1: What the. the, the when, when he came comes out, out with the, the Gucci oh.
0: thing, and then whenever they were like. The narrative was going on that Connor was racist, and then yes, he I was remember. like, Black women love me or something, yes. and he's like humping the air, and he comes out to like Biggie in the mink coat and stuff. He, he said, was, All my stripper
1: B words love me.
0: Yeah, like it was. Yeah, it, it was just too much. Conor got lost in the sauce there, which, you know, more power to him. They were putting on a spectacle. It was a
1: spectacle. It was That was a little too too boxing for me.
0: For sure. And it was like, it got to the point where you were like, all right, you're trying to out Mayweather Mayweather. Like, at the end of the day, no matter how brash and how much bravado you're bringing across, like, you're trying to out Mayweather Mayweather. This, is this, this guy made all this stuff famous in this world. Um, but, hey, it was absolute gold for content. How
1: desperate are we? we? We started this. We were talking about Glover Teixeira and Tiago Santos. And
0: then we got to Maymac.
1: Like, we're so desperate for Conor McGregor. Yeah. We're, we're thirsty. Yeah. Like, we're thirsty whores right now. Yeah.
0: We need to, we need to ease off. Yeah.
1: Here. We need to repent. We right? need to relax. Yeah. Like, we need to take it easy. Um, speaking of boxing, this guy I don't like. Mm -hmm. Gervonta Davis had a super impressive knockout Mm -hmm. slip uppercut beautiful put him out the guy kept throwing his cross kept throwing his cross and he just said he's probably gonna throw it again I'm gonna do what I do on a cross yeah and ended his lights like put his lights completely out for
0: minutes he was unconscious yeah
1: I hate that yeah I don't like seeing him win I'm, I am a unabridged hater yeah, yeah, of Javante yeah. Davis at the moment. But that was damn impressive. That was damn impressive. Just the power, just the speed. It mm. happened so fast. That was very impressive. He's, because a lot of his... He hasn't knocked anybody out with an uppercut yet, has he?
0: Doesn't uh, he throw a lot of overhands? Nah, he has, he, I'm sure he has some uppercuts along the way. He has... Um, yeah, I can't think of any particular, but he almost every one of his fights have ended with a knockout. The only fight he didn't have to end a knockout was a six round, uh, fight that mm-hmm. went to decision, which is a very short boxing he's, match. Yeah, that's still feeling
1: out rounds. Yeah, type stuff. he's a powerful fighter, man. He's he's a problem. Like yeah. he's a problem in terms and of power.
0: The fact that one thirty five, he's able to generate that type of torque and force to just like legitimate, untouched, like put dudes to sleep it's like
1: uh Deontay Wilder
0: right natural but you don't usually see guys like that weigh less than 150 pounds generating that type of like one punch put this dude to sleep are we uh
1: it says we're recording Hmm. but we're frozen hopefully the video doesn't look like that
0: hopefully but if not they're going to be listening to us yeah but that ability to just touch people and put them to sleep, you typically don't see that in little guys. So he, he holds something that a lot of these guys just don't possess at 135. You know, you have t Lopez who just burst onto the scene at 135. Um, you know, we have some other guys around that weight class. But, and t is known for his power, but golly, Tank just...
1: I want to see Loma
0: and Tank. Loma and Tank? That would be crazy. I don't think Floyd wants that. I want to see it though. Oh yeah. Oh.
1: And apparently now there's gonna be Ryan Garcia and
0: Tank. They've been hinting at that, but I don't think that's around. Are you interested the corner. in this? I'm interested in it for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they do that with Ryan Garcia that early. I think Floyd would be like, yeah, let's. Get that done because it's like, might as well just take out. Delahoya, the is
1: not going to do that right. How, how easy do you think it would be to hip throw Javante Davis?
0: <laughs> Dude's a freak athlete. That's all I'm thinking about. You got to be careful, but yeah,
1: you probably shouldn't hip throw him because you'd put yourself in danger of getting punched.
0: Yeah. And those things, no gloves too. If we're just talking street fight scenario yeah. here. Those things are probably, yeah, murder.
1: Think, well, maybe not a bigger guy. You think? Or just do you think power translate? How does that work? Do you think power like Conor McGregor at his weight? Do you think he could knock out like a two hundred five pound person if he lands a clean shot? Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think especially if you you're, always wondered that. If you're talking like. It depends. Like, if they're in a fight and the dude's, like, in a stand, like, no, I don't see Connor. No, like, just he,
1: landing the shot.
0: Right. Like, if you just had the dude not, like, is he just catching him on the chin? Like, he like they they fighting. Like,
1: the they're fighting, and he lands whatever shot knocks out guys at his weight, he lands at on
0: a heavier guy. Yeah, I, I think he has the potential of knocking out some guys.
1: But what about the whole thing about, like, not bringing power up with you? Like, Max Holloway didn't bring power up with him against Dustin Poirier. Like, yeah. rather, he was never like a power puncher anyway. But rather, um, guys going up in weight and losing their power. And then guys going down in weight and bringing their power with them.
0: No, you know, there's weight classes for a reason. I'm not saying Connor could go up to light heavyweight and have any success and have knockouts. I think that if he caught a 205 pound guy on the chin, he could put him out. This is what I'm. Well, this is what I'm I think what I'm asking is, can I hip throw Javante Davis? That's
1: what I'm asking. Like, can I hip throw him, bro? Are you both in the gi? No, no, we're in street clothes. I'm dressed like I am now, and but he's also dressed like this.
0: Can I hip throw him? I don't know. I. He's small which i don't think lends well to hip throwing that's true but i'm not very tall i'm only like five nine yeah all right Uh, i think you could secure a takedown on them can i hip throw
1: (laughs) (laughs) answer the bleeping questions i like i you have no idea how much i need this like depending on how you answer this determines how my night is gonna end
0: like this is this is determining the future of this show the future of the night not the show. Life, future... The show
1: cannot go on if I'm not existent. Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: This just got heavy. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I get that. I get that.
1: Um, just saying. Don't want to influence your answer right, by right. any
0: means. I won't, even, right. I won't even look at you. No, I think that you're so much better of a Judoka than, than Tank. That's what I'm saying. That he, I think you, you sent him... Robin know, Rousey I style. I don't, know, I, don't know, I, don't
1: I don't like the look on your face when you say it. Come on. The look on your face when you say it is like, I don't want you to kill yourself, so I'm going to say what I know. Like, I'm going to talk to you off the ledge. Dude. I didn't say I was going to kill myself. I just said that I might not, I might not be alive.
0: Do you understand? What? No. <laughs> Do you understand? I care about you. No, that's...
1: What do you mean? <laughs> we care about me? What? You don't want no, me to no, die?
0: No, 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 no. I think you're just like technical and stuff, is what I meant. Mm. Like, I just. Why think... are you saying
1: it? You just no. just they can't see because you're probably frozen. Actually, it's the same face you're making. If this is frozen, it's the same exact face you're making in the frozen picture.
0: You don't think I can do it? I think you could. You don't believe in me. No, I do. I do. You you just, I thought it was going to be in the geek. Let's talk about TJ Dillashaw. Okay.
1: Baffled right now. Is this our first fight? It's our first fight. I'm baffled right now. Oh my god. Can't do it. Shouldn't shouldn't have skipped Saturday classes. (laughs) TJ Dillashaw (laughs) is returning. Why don't you talk about it? I'm going to be over here. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, while I get prepared to sleep on the couch tonight... Um, (laughs) the couch he thinks he's going to be in the
1: house (sighs) uh.
0: anyways TJ Dillashaw his suspension is going to be lifted in January so there's been some rumors that Fat Tyler is going to be making his way back into the Bantamweight division Uh, right when it's, we got a nice log jam at the top, we're getting another former champ inserted into the mix. So, how exciting is this? What, what is there to make of this? I don't know. TJ
1: Dillashaw, Davison, Figueroa. That is very exciting. That is incredibly exciting. At
0: 125?
1: That's 125? Yeah. Wait, there's a 125
0: division? Oh wait, oh that's Davidson Figueroa is What is it called? Bantamweight? Lightweight. Or flyweight.
1: Fly Oh, flyweight. Fly Cejudo, Bantam Johnson. weight is where Dominic Cruz fought.
0: Thirty five. Henry
1: Cejudo fought. Oh damn. There's a damn one twenty five pound men?
0: Yeah. They're men that weigh 125 can pounds. Can I hip
1: throw them? <laughs> like, do you think I can hip throw a 125er? Like it, how low in weight do we go before I can successfully hip-throw a fighter?
0: Uh, in the UFC?
1: Yeah. I
0: think you might be able to get so you're saying, a 115-er.
1: You're saying, that I, you're saying I can't hip-throw John Jones. You, my friend, my supposed friend, are looking me in the eye and telling me I can't successfully hip-throw John Jones.
0: Oh, yeah, no, John, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm... I'm Like, you would look me in the eye and think I'm stupid enough to believe you is really what... What bothers me is not what you're saying, it's that you're saying it.
0: No. No, I just... I want you to have a good night, buddy. I worry about you. You do? Yeah. I'm I'm a little off
1: the rails lately.
0: I know. Yeah. I
1: know. I've been... It's been getting to me. Mm -hmm. You know? Because all I can think about is these hip throws. And... I like go down the line, and I'm like, I can't hip throw him. I can't hip throw him. Yeah. I'm just looking for someone to hip throw.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's why I think you should. Start. Why don't you
1: tell me who I
0: can hip throw? In your opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest three point shooter of all time.
1: Steph Curry might be the lightest basketball player in the NBA. Like he might no, weigh the least. No, that's. <laughs> Who weighs less than Steph Curry? Steph Curry probably has the least muscle density in NBA history. Yeah, but
0: he's technical. Anyways, um,
1: you all right? I'm good. Why don't you lead the show? Okay. You seem to know more about these things than I do. No, I I
0: mean, (laughs) I just, all right. Well, we have to talk about only Miami-related topics for the rest of the show if we're going to bring Alex back um don't do that so don't 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 give me hope so this will be our first
1: four hour episode <laughs> <laughs> we're at 56 minutes now i counting yeah and you've yet to name somebody that i can hip throw which satisfies me but that's fine that's fine i honestly think
0: you're, you're having an eth- fight corner
1: roll you're having an ethical dilemma is what's happening because you're weighing the balance of trying to be an honest person mm. and a friendly person. Yes. And it's hard because you can't do both at the same time in this scenario. Because I'm I'm making you do I'm making you, um, I'm making you tell the truth, and you're not wanting to be
0: honest. Mm.
1: Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you're trying to be more friendly and keeping me humble. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it's fine. I'll, so I'll take I'll take what you're so like no, means yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Right. It's like, when you say no, it really means yes.
0: Because, like, you know you would throw all these guys. Mm. There's, you know, means yes. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, good. That's good. That's settled. All right. I'm, so, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, so good, you wouldn't even imagine yeah. how good cool I am
0: right now. No, I can feel it. I can feel it. What's next? Um... I think, maybe, I think I, uh, should I, you got this from here? Me? I don't know. Do you want me to leave? No, no, no. You can
1: can stay. You can stay. You can stay. I'm I'm, I'm not mad. All right. You know what? I I think this has all been a big misunderstanding. Okay. I think that I was not making myself clear at first. And that's what's caused the confusion. Yes. I think when you heard hip throw, like you meant, you thought I meant, like can I, like I think you thought that I couldn't hip throw these people. Mm-hmm. And so then that would be a difficult technique to do on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think what I was getting at was like I can absolutely do it and you were like not meeting that that energy at first um so but I think it's I think we just misunderstood each other I right. think I think you always deep down that like, were with me but you were just you were misunderstanding me. you didn't know what I meant so you kind of portrayed something different kind of like kind of have you ever been like like you know like um like someone's looking at you but they're not really looking at you they're just you know when you gaze out into the distance yeah you ever have that happen where you're looking out into the distance but it's it's somebody's in the in the way, and you you weren't really Somebody looking. You know different. what I'm saying? You weren't looking at them. You were just gazing out, and then they're like, "Hello," and you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then you try to move it really quick to get back into that little zone you were in, yeah. and you can't. I think that's kind of what happened. Um,
0: yeah. So yeah, you know, let's let's that. let's
1: keep going. Let's keep talking about the other stuff that we were uh, right discussing.
0: Um, the uh, other interesting fights we have coming up, which are. Quite frankly, not much. There's nothing else coming
1: up? No. Okay. I mean, next weekend. Can, well, what about the past? What about last night? Was there something that happened last night you were saying? Cutting yeah, Contender that, series? Is, that
0: is one of the final things I want to touch on is Contender Series is back. Um, they're finishing out the last three weeks of this season after a few, weeks, uh, few week break. Hmm. And all four fights last night were dominant finishes and um every fighter on the show that won got a contract wow which was i believe the first time it's ever happened it was only a four fight show last night which was the least fights they've had but um there was some really high level striking and Israel Adesanya was cornering a fighter in the main event who's mm. only 4-0 as a pro um, out of his gym, and he's a light heavyweight physical specimen, former pro rugby player Damn. as well. Um, and, yeah, he came out and starched a dude as well. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Uh, Olberg is his last name. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't remember everyone's name that won, but, wow. The Contender Series, it's on Wednesdays now. They just changed it. it is yeah, good content. It's about nice. an hour and a half every week, and it's always entertaining.
1: Well, we'd know about good content. Yeah, that's all we do around that, here. That's it. Um, let's go to Fight Corner Roll. You've you've devised an excellent list. Um, the first trio, mm. um, three historically good comedians. We have Cat Williams. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. Hmm. Fight, corner, roll. I'll go first. Um, this is tough because Kevin Hart is clearly the money fight. Um, but of these three, Cat Williams would probably be the most satisfying fight. Hmm. You know, But I like all of them. So I don't want to fight any of them. So I have to go with the money fight. So I'm fighting Kevin Hart. Um, you know, We'll see. We'll, we'll, I'll try to hip throw him, but... At this point, I'm not sure if that's the technique I want to go to anymore. Um, Cat Williams, somebody that I'll probably um, roll with. That person I will roll with. Chris Rock I will corner. Chris Rock probably hangs around a crowd. I would be more interested in hanging around than Cat Williams does. Mm-hmm. So those are my three. All
0: right, all right. I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to fight Chris Rock because because I want to corner uh Kevin Hart, which I think is the biggest money fight. It is. But I want to corner Kevin Hart because, you know, that's some good elbows to rub. I feel like he's basically in He's touched the top of every industry. Love him or hate him, you know, the guy's human. I think both of us like him. Um, Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I think he's hilarious and... um,
1: Another guy that acts like he's humble, but isn't? Like Deontay Wilder. You know, like the whole thing, I'm so humble? Yeah. You're not if you keep saying you are. Right. But love him, though. Right. Phenomenal person. Yeah.
0: At least from what I understand. And then you have... Cat Williams, who to me is just, am I, he's my person. Like He just has the sweet spot for me. He's like the funniest. The greatest comedian yeah. of all time. Yeah. Like, just his energy, his, his like... Do you, you know
1: that we can see you?
0: Yeah. I love him. He's the best. He, he's the best. Wish just, I could hip-throw him, but he's the best. <laughs> see, his attire puts him at grave, like high, high risk. Collar of being hip thrown, I feel like you just grab a. Yeah, that's them. easy. You got that all day though. I don't even. Mean, Thanks. You. Thanks. Yeah. yeah no. Appreciate it. I didn't need.
1: I didn't need to hear
0: that. Yeah, I'm gonna get one of these portraits of you, hip throwing. Um, some, <laughs> something. All
1: right. Next, we have the three most powerful women in journalism in the MMA community Megan oh. O'Leavy, Laura Senko, and Ariel Hawani. Mm. So, um, you go first this time.
0: Okay. I'm going to fight Megan O'Levy. I think she has the UFC machine behind her more so than anyone else. Ariel damn sure don't got the UFC machine no, behind. He does not. If anything, bear, if you're fighting Ariel, that's on Bellator. You know, like.
1: Wow, that's a good point. You wouldn't even fight him in a UFC card. No. Uh, Dana
0: don't want that. Dana's like, hey, Scott Coker got interesting. got that contract for you. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm fighting. I'm fighting Megan, and she has those, those fits. You know, those presser fits are gonna be on fleek. So I know I'm gonna have to come in there with uh, that drip. You mm. know, Megan Olivia got the outfits lately. um, Yeah. Hmm. Do I wanna? I think I'm gonna definitely corner Ariel because why would I want to hang out with Laura Senko all week? And- no offense to Laura, you, you know. probably get
1: to meet her husband.
0: Yeah. And, like, I think she has a dog. Mm. She probably has a car and, like... Yeah. They probably have a house and stuff. There's, like...
1: Yeah. I think they have a shed in their house. Really? they have, like, tools in there.
0: Dang. Yeah. That is crazy. Well, yeah, so I'm gonna, uh... With that being said, roll with Laura, um... So that way we don't have to, I like... I think
1: she does jujitsu.
0: Yeah, she's actually very knowledgeable... Um, all joking aside, I think she's better than Megan O'Leavy. I think Megan O'Leavy is, like, perfect for the job that she has, but Laura's not here to do that. I, Laura is, like, being groomed to be, like, a commentator, um, and she's, like, agree. very technical and knowledgeable.
1: I agree. Um, I'm fighting Ariel. That should not have been hard for me. Yeah. Sometimes Ariel annoys me, and, you know, I... I I don't know. Like, some some of the things he says and does sometimes gets, gets under my skin. He did,
0: uh, with Jan, he did um, an interview with him after the Izzy fight has been talked about this past week. And um, Jan is just, like, the most stoic, like, non-confrontational, doesn't care about anybody else or anything. And Every co- question Ariel had was, like, trying to get him yeah. to ask about yep. what he thinks about somebody thinking, or what somebody thinks about this, or... Like hypothetical situations that Ariel is just creating to yeah. you know.
1: If a reporter says, What do you think of people who say they mean this is what I think? Right. I think this. Yeah. I don't want to put my name on it, so I want you to answer my accusation. I just don't have the balls to like look right. you in the eye and tell you. That's what I think. Right. That's literally Ariel Hawanian in a nutshell. Do you
0: think Israel Avasania thinks you're an easier fire or whatever? You know, like he, they Just these hypotheticals are like, do you think this person thinks this? So Ariel they, thinks. Right. And Jan just was not playing that game at all. It's amazing. It was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm fun.
1: fighting Ariel, and I think he is the money fight because Dana White is not up for promoting him, but I think you would love to see him get beat mm-hmm. up and hip thrown. Um, I'm going to roll with Megan O'Leavy because she's married to Joe Jitsu, Joe Jitsu. on Instagram. Yeah. So I don't care if she even has ever rolled before. Like she knows something.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I guess I'm cornering Laura Senko a uh, second ago when I was saying that there was no reason to. Well, look at me now. Look I'm cornering now. her. I'm gonna go see her house. The shed. Um, the shed. The shed. Um, she might have a pool. She's rich. She probably has a pool. Mm. Hop in the pool with a shirt on, of course, out of respect. Those. Um so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I don't care what anybody says. Um,
0: there you have it. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Farewell. Be out.